0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 31st, you heard it, the 31st episode of The Lab. Um, As always, sitting with you is Brendan Weirig, Alex Trotter, and I'm Lou Fulenkamp. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode, kind of talking about coaches, uh, you know, kind of what what makes a good coach, and we hope you guys take some of those points to heart, Uh, maybe even learn a few things. Uh, What we're going to talk about today, Brandon has actually come up with this topic, uh, about time you damn freeloader! No, gosh, just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh, training while injured, and kind of how you can kind of stay in the gym and keep making progress without being too limited, or you know, getting too hard on yourself. Um, you know, everybody gets injured. You know, Dave and I have said this on the Garage Gym PT podcast, actually, that you know, it's 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 not an if you get injured, it's it's a when, because no matter how many Years you have training, it's going to happen. I mean, obviously, with so many years of experience, you're going to be a little bit less likely. Um, you know, you're a little bit smarter by that point, at least. I hope you are a little bit smarter. Um, but Brandon, why, why don't you kind of give us what what brought this to your mind? Why did you want to talk about this?
1: Finally got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Spinal. Uh, got him. It's been, been got him. some some tight lat issues and it's kinda of getting up into my shoulder. So like kind of overhead stuff in certain positions and angles are hurting and then like a normal bench press is kinda of hurting. So I just set it in a normal bench press, touch my chest. I we have a bench block, so I set it to a two board. Then that decreased range of motion it uh, stopped my shoulder pain for the time being. Huh. That was made it tolerable.
0: So you modified your training. Yeah. And you could keep working out
1: used to do it a lot back in the day, actually. <laughs> low back injuries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, a
1: lot of single leg squats. A lot of single leg RDLs. Never really did any bilateral good mornings or bilateral RDLs. Just one shift. Just throw my hips off. and I'd have to throw my legs off my bed and do a push-up just to get out of bed most mornings. So... Hmm.
0: so. Obviously with with your you know your knowledge and background you're a little bit smarter with the training modifications that you use as if I actually kind of like you displayed already using the bench block um for someone who maybe doesn't have like the extensive background and knowledge how would you go about addressing and this is for you too um when you have that young kid or athlete you know who maybe is is complaining about or I shouldn't say complaining you know they're they're, they're complaining informed. They're informing you about, um, you know, an acre of pain that they're getting during the, that during the workout. What is some of the first steps you guys take um, to kind of address that issue?
1: Well, the first thing is, it's, don't say "suck it up." <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, is usually, it, yeah. it's usually not a direct. Like if their back is hurting, it's probably more their hips. If their shoulders hurting, it might not even be directly related to their. Their shoulder or if a knees hurt, and it might be an ankle problem. So just kind of diagnosing where the actual problem's coming from, and then reevaluating it from there.
2: Yeah, having them like uh lighten the load, but still do the movement because they they speak in such broad terms, and that's not a fault mm-hmm. of their own. They just they don't know to like how to pinpoint certain things, you know, because they don't mm-hmm. know the origin or the insertion of the muscle bellies and stuff like that. So. It's a lot of that, and then a lot of it is just like, are are you just sore, or is something actually wrong, or do you just hate this exercise, <laughs> or is something just like actually wrong? Let's go with legitimate
0: injury, or legitimate pain. Not the, they want an easy day out kind of a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. They just call you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously, you know, training through pain can be very frustrating. Um, you can feel like your progress is stalling. You can feel like, you know, the world's coming down on you. Um, honestly, the first thing to do whenever you start to experience any kind of pain with training or any kind of like maybe an after effect is to kind of ignore <laughs> it. <laughs> That's
2: why I love you. You know that, right?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought after that. No, uh, basically the first thing is to just kind of take an inventory. Um, If you can think about how to describe it, that actually gives us a lot more of an insight. So, like, is it an aching pain? Is it a sharp pain? Is it a burning pain? Like, if you can describe that in any... It's like a game of 20 questions, you know? The better you can paint a picture for us, the better it's going to allow us to make those training modifications. I'm not a big fan of trying to push something if there's a lot of sharp pain involved. Sharp pain usually isn't a good thing. Um doesn't necessarily mean that like there's there's something horribly wrong but maybe something's necessarily getting into a spot it's not supposed to like for example squatting and you're getting a sharp pain along the front of your hip maybe the knees are collapsing you make that one small adjustment pain goes away so i mean there's so many different modifications and changes that you can make with training to help alleviate pain but you got to kind of know what structures to identify and then you can make those adjustments right so like um Soccer player from last year was having a lot of knee pain. Uh, She'd go into depth with a squat, and her knees would just be screaming at her during the squat and after the squat. What modifications did we use? her heels, exactly. So we we basically did a little bit of a small assessment with her. We found out that she had extremely stiff ankles, and so when she was trying to do you know a high bar back squat, I mean the heels were just too the ankles were just too restrictive. She shifted forward, really loaded to the toes, put too much through the patella um <laughs> made things really uncomfortable for her running and sprinting after that. So like Brandon said, we elevated her heels, we took away some of that pressure, she was actually able to get actually her squat became real pretty after that. Um and then after that she she hit like what, how many PRs after that?
1: She hit 265 last week. Jesus.
0: So like you can make gains and progressions while addressing those maybe inefficiencies or those restrictions. Um, for Brandon, let's, let's go to your example. So you're having issues with your overhead pressing. What did we find with your lat last week? Tight. <laughs> it's more than tight. Uh, so we did a little bit of like a lat flexibility test on Brandon and we just kind of saw that.
2: He has <laughs> too much muscle mass. Exactly what I thought. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe him. Same he's issues. Just, I get he's it. He's just too bulked. <laughs> no. When we looked at Brandon's, his, his opposite side shoulder, Brandon can go overhead no problem, and that's even with going into full external rotation. I put Brandon into full external rotation on the shoulder that's really bothering him. He can barely even make it past his eyes, so he's really limited there. We did a little bit of work on your lat, and it made getting overhead a heck of a lot more tolerable. Um, what were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> Took the words right out of your mouth. Um, but... After that he's still having a little bit of an issue with pressing overhead, correct?
1: Yeah, I like got neutral grip is not bad.
0: So neutral's not bad, but as soon as you go into more of like that yeah. what that pronated hand position, external, wide or like in front?
1: I can be neutral in front, internal rotation no problem. Once I get out here, yeah, you can just feel like lot lack contract and i are like go to press, it just says no thank you. <laughs>
0: it, it says no thank you. I'm good, sir. May we try another variation? So what have you been doing to to modify that overhead pressing, Brandon?
1: Landline press. Landline press.
0: So he used a variation It allowed him to keep working on the overhead pressing. But then at the same time, do you feel like you're going backwards right now?
2: Mm.
1: Be honest. Compared to where I was at, I mean, it's not, I feel like I'm kind of stalled out. Not really, because I feel like my shoulder press was finally starting to go somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I'm just it's probably my weakest lift out of everything. Mm-hmm. So I finally felt like I was going somewhere, going somewhere, and then now I'm just kind of back to single dumbbells, landmine, not getting that full like overhead mm-hmm. board with that slight angle. But
0: so, what was going through your mind?
1: Hopefully, another week or two, it's gonna be gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! As long as I can keep moving, that's all I really care about. It's better than just like totally having to throw that lift out of the the variations for now. So yeah. Do the little things, loosen
2: it back up, and then over time I'll be back. So Yeah. Another way to think about it is you you're just building up all of those little muscles that get overlooked when the big ones start taking over. So if you can build up the little ones then your strength curve I guess drastically shortens. That's a good point. Or at point. least gives you hope.
0: That's a good point. Sometimes you want to look at it in, in multiple perspectives. It's It kind of makes you refocus where you're at in your training and maybe where you were neglecting, kind of like taking an inventory of maybe what you were hitting excessively. Maybe you want, weren't hitting enough. So like, for example, rotator cuff muscles can be trained in a variety of different ways. No matter what you do with an upper body lift, your rotator cuff has to be used. Now, there are particular movements involved, like external rotation, that maybe people don't hit necessarily as often as they probably should. Um, Now you can hit external rotation in a variety of different positions and angles, you know, zero degrees abduction all the way up to 90 degrees abduction, right? Most people are usually pretty strong down at zero, but as soon as we go right up here to that 90 degrees abduction, you know, or like arm out to the side, for those of you who don't know what that means, um, usually people have a pretty hard time of trying to coordinate, you know, external rotation, let alone maintaining like shoulder blade position. Uh, So what I would encourage you to do, Brandon, would maybe basically, like, add in maybe a few more things involving that backside rotator cuff, kind of like when I showed you how sensitive it was on the backside.
1: She's a little tender.
0: Oh, yeah. I've only made Brandon cry twice now in my entire yeah, life. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. And it first time was telling him that I didn't like little Debbie cakes. Uh, that
2: still hurts.
0: <laughs> as a joke, even. It's American, actually. Yeah. It was a joke.
2: It's fine. Terrorist.
0: I'm gonna kick you. Um... No, but I mean, if you guys ever want to learn more, like if you're in the gym and I'm in there and you guys have something that's maybe bothering you, you don't feel free to come up to me and ask me questions. I'll be more than willing to talk with you guys about it. Um, I'll even try to give you guys a few little things and solutions to work on in the gym so that it can also translate into your lips. Um, I'm trying to think of who I just did this with. Um, Lord, help me. I forget her name. Last night? Yeah. Um, Softball player. Yeah, Yeah. she's having a little bit of an issue with the ribs. Um, Brandon asked me for help. I came over. We got things moving a little bit better. Pain reduced. Victory right there. Now, obviously, there might be something else to look into more if that's consistent enough. But I mean, there there are going to be aches and pains along the ways with training and sport. It's no one's immune. So, just
2: pain tolerance, (laughs) pain management. (laughs)
0: Risk mitigation and pain management. That's right. Uh, Tylenol. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that is the wrong answer. Um, but no, what else did you want to cover in this, Brandon? I'm curious. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit more about, like, you know,
1: uh, a lot of it was just like, we. Like, I have so many parents that'll text me and say, "Hey, such and such, you know, rolled their ankle or knees mm-hmm. bother them or." left thumb is stubbed or broke or whatever, then they just think that training Don't should be shut ankle. down.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, you got a bad knee or a bad ankle.
2: You we well, can your still train Upper right body leg. still works. Yeah.
1: <laughs> upper body still works. Your, your healthy leg still works. You'll still get strength. Symmetry yeah. coming from the one leg to the other leg, so it's not like you're just at a standstill. You just yeah. need to chill at home and rest. We can still definitely
2: hey, do stuff. Yeah. A good example and I guess I'll just name drop her, whatever, Aubrey. I mean, she was out for pretty much the last two years with ankle injuries, but she still came in all the time and did the other leg, like single leg work. She benched, you know, did upper body stuff. Like her upper body's as strong as it's ever been. And now that she's back to using both legs, that there's really no difference, like when she's going to squat or anything like that. Like, there's not a giant uh, gap that she needs to close. So, it's all because she's tenacious or stupid because she keeps getting injured. We'll Part of it's me. not her fault, but the other 80% is. <laughs> uh,
0: no, that's a good point. You know, you can train with pain, it's just. You have to find the correct modifications, and you have to be able to describe it, right? You mm-hmm. have to be able to provide because obviously there are some injuries that you don't want to be able to train on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and large open wounds <laughs>
2: bad, that that fix first.
0: <laughs> Please tell me there's not yeah. been someone who's tried to do that.
2: No, okay, just in theory. <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. Who, who is this? Yeah. Oh my sweet lord! Um, if you can't like. If, uh, if clothing, like clothing, touching the area is so sore and sensitive, probably not a good idea to like lift on it then or try to run. Yeah.
0: You know, this, this isn't necessarily like a make or break. If you feel like you need rest then obviously maybe it's probably a good time to get some rest, but at the same time, like if it's not so bad to the point where you are like self if you're self limiting and you don't want to use that, then maybe it is time to go get that looked into or like you're purposefully avoiding it in training because it just hurts too bad. Mm-hmm. Time to get it looked at. Um but if, if there's a time and a place to kind of find what makes things better, why not with the eyes of your your strength coach or your physical therapist right there? Yeah. You know, making those adjustments, preparing to go into the movement. I mean you'll be a little bit more calm of mind instead of trying to do it on your own, try to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Just have the talk, have the conversation. Um,
2: Well, I think it's important, too, that, like, most of us, if not all of us, have had your injury that you're currently going through. Yeah. You know, so, like, um, I remember, like, when the one football player was going to go get his shoulder surgery done. I've never personally had a shoulder surgery. So I said, go talk to AJ. He knows, like, where at, like, you should be after the surgeries, where your mindset is because he had it roughly at your age, you know, so it's all based from experience. So like it's a lot easier and it's more comforting if you can trust somebody that's been there, done that. Yeah. In terms of that, you know, knee surgeries, ACLs, I'll talk to you all day. Like I understand how frustrating it is. The worst part is telling them like, yeah, that pain's probably never going to go away. <laughs> like to an extent. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, once you go under the knife, things things change. Ooh, heard that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. Um, you know, after surgery, things do change, but it doesn't mean you're done, mm-hmm. right? That's why I think sometimes people hear the word surgery and they think, oh, I can never do this again. Mm-hmm. I've had lots of athletes have surgery and they get back to playing sports. Yeah. It just takes time. It takes patience. And it just takes... A lot of conversations because sometimes it's more about the game between the years than it is at the actual surgery. Yep. It's being able to trust whatever they're they're dealing with again. I mean, once you've had pain in an area, like for example, when I had uh, torn my pec off the bone and I was trying to get back into benching, I was absolutely terrified with going back underneath the bar. And I remember even just holding myself on a plank, I'm like, okay, could I lower myself down? Could I do a push up? And I was like. Uh, maybe well let's let's wait a little bit longer so it was probably i don't know how many months out and i started doing push-ups and i just remember like my left arm is just like getting so exhausted and my right one is just like we don't really feel much here i was like okay so then i started like gradually shifting back over to my right arm and it just kind of had to be like it was more like the strength was there i knew the strength was there because i mean i could dumbbell bench but for some reason controlling my body weight and controlling a barbell just put the fear of god into me yeah um But like we said, guys, if you guys ever have any questions or if you're dealing with something and you just want to be a big, tough person, um, don't do that. (laughs) Please talk to your coach. Talk to Brandon. Talk to Alex. Talk to Chelsea. Like, you know, Pablo, whoever's in the gym, ask them the question. They'll they'll lead you in the right direction. Okay? Um, And like I said, if I'm ever in the gym, reach out. Ask the question. I'll talk to you. I'll screen you for free. I don't care. Uh, Just... Just come on up and say hi. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add?
1: I think a lot of this comes down to like what part of the season you're into. Yeah. Like if you're kind of feeling beat up and something's hurting a little bit and you're like at the end of the season, postseason, take that extra couple, three or three weeks to rest before you get back into it. hmm Some of it might just be the volume towards the end might be too high. Yeah. A couple of weeks rest or a week off or whatever might just do the body good.
0: I mean, max effort, how many times a week for baseball? Think about that. But that adds up. Yeah. How many games a week for basketball? Football is kind of nice because you got a game every Friday. Unless you're doing like varsity and JV if you're on a really small team. And you got two games on a weekend. That can yeah. be hard. Just uh, be
2: better and only play a varsity.
0: <laughs> what Trotter said. Sure. Um, but no, we'll, we'll probably start making some uh, videos for exercise modifications. Kind of like we already did with the lifting variation series on our Instagram page. Um, but one quick little 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 tidbit before we let you guys go, um, if you don't already, please go onto the Instagram page and the YouTube page, um, or the YouTube channel, and give us a follow and hit your notification bell. Because what we're probably going to start doing here over the next few months is we're going to start putting up uh, just some exercise demonstrations, and then we're also going to do a little bit more of an explanation on using those exercise modifications for training. Um, so again, like I said, give us a follow, give us a shout out. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.